0: One, two, three. welcome to cast of creators we're your hosts i'm nelson thal
1: and i'm casey stewart we've spent our careers in media and publishing and now we're setting the stage for creative people who inspire us to share their stories
0: cast of creators is presented by our new browser called hover it's unlike any browser you've used because it's social
1: and hover makes browsing fun you can follow people and your favorite sites to discover and discuss the web all in one place download hover that's hbr
0: for ios or android today's guest is morgan ross he's a musician actor and founder of the old toronto series that you might already follow on instagram well drake does
1: we chatted about toronto history morgan's character on murdoch mysteries all while sipping old toronto beer and i might have had too many here we go
0: (laughs) morgan Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Oh.
1: Yeah, thank you. Unbelievable. Also,
0: I'll give you a cheers.
2: Your beer. Oh, I <laughs> I am okay with this.
1: Yeah. So we had a special delivery today because Morgan has a get into it, but with Old Toronto and Long Long Slice, Slice Brewery. Brewery,
2: we have yeah. our own beer, which is yeah, kind of balling. Yeah, it's amazing. Major I, flex. Major flex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whenever. Uh, you know, we have mutual friends and late night ran out of alcohol after I mean yeah, Lauren after and Brock the after their wedding. Where's the booze? And I was like, Don't worry, guys. I have a beer. <laughs> Show up with <laughs> an the actual rescue. giant thing. Yeah. Of beer.
1: It was actually oh, no worries. To the rescue.
0: No worries at all. Yeah. Well, this old Toronto brand is awesome. I have been following you for years. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, one of the missions that you have is really to um create a a more evolved community identity for people in Toronto. And it's definitely doing that because when I watch the the history, you can't but help to get a better sense of community and be proud of the city. And when I was reading about you and learning about you, one of the shockers was you are not from Toronto.
2: I am not from Toronto. And a lot of people pick up on that because I've Tattoo of British Columbia on my neck. I've got the flag of British Columbia on my hand. If I, for whatever reason, take off my clothes, I've got a giant thing of a Vancouver on We're my thing. Almost there. Uh, so you know, uh, shocker, I'm actually from Vancouver. But I always say this: you love and you hate wherever you're from. And I love and hate Vancouver. It's beautiful, but when uh, when you when you look when you look uh, at a at a city that you were raised in you look at it differently than people look at it when they move there as an adult so for me i fell in love with toronto and i i see all these things that people from here haven't noticed so i view Mm -hmm. toronto as an you know as uh, as a guest yes and uh now i i call it home and i love it I, i i love your appreciation
0: for it but also you know, that initial spark of interest. So as you were sort of realizing that this city was special, you started diving into what creating content about it. Like how did yeah, the connection did, between, Oh, the city's really actually better than people are saying it is. Yeah. How right. does did that ultra- then turn into yeah. like,
2: well, old-, Tron- Tron- to old Toronto came out of the fact that, um, I went to, uni- um, in university, I studied history, Canadian history, Um, So it was always just like a, a, you know, a subject of interest for me. And my appreciation of Toronto history started with my dog years ago. uh, God rest his soul. And uh, we would be walking around and I would start looking around. I remember it. I would start looking up and I would see all the telephone wires and just, I remember thinking, wow, this seems older than I realized, all the, all the poles and the, on the power lines and everything, so I started thinking, okay, and you know, when did this, when was this created, when was this built? Went home, googled it. Next thing I know, the next day I'm out with my dog again. I look at some buildings. And I'm like, wow, those are older than I realized. <laughs> Go back, Google it, and then it's you know, it's a sinkhole, it's a wormhole. You're just like, <laughs> holy shit! Am I there's to all to these old yeah, okay. things. O- holy, uh, yeah, holy shit! The uh, I'm like, um, all of a sudden you're day 10 of learning about the history of power lines in Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) And I have my had my dog to thank for that. So, and those power lines go way back. Oh yeah. So, (laughs) I mean, the city is, I mean, I love, I love Toronto. I love, uh, I love the architecture. I love the power grids. I love all these weird little things about the city. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fascinating to me, and if you let yourself kind of read into things, you know, I, you know, it's it's a as I said, it's wormhole. It's <laughs> it's such a lovely city, and it's so easy to be geeky about this city.
0: Yeah. Well, you've ultimately created a fantastic wormhole for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: Everyone else has got is you you started this, um, you know, nerd
2: revolution.
1: Yeah, and everyone else do. <laughs> Can do a deep dive I know that I've started you know I've watched one video before I know oh. it. I'm in the old Toronto total wormhole. It's like I've watched four or five videos in a row and
2: exactly yeah and that's kind great. of that's kind of what I'm looking to do right uh short consumable consumable content that people can kind of learn something in five minutes mm-hmm. and I think uh in our era of um being distracted so easily twofold people really are into learning things. Mm -hmm. I really find that they are now more than they used to. Mm -hmm. People want to learn some substantive, interesting things and be smarter. I think it's cool right now to be smart. So we're also lazy. So if you can learn something (laughs) new, especially about your own city in five, six, 10 minutes, then you feel empowered. You walk down the street next time and you tell your friend, you see those uh, power lines up there? 112 years old. Yeah. Look. Right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's. It's
1: cool to know that th- that's, stuff.
2: That's, that's, I mean, that's an extreme example, but. No, it's a good one. Yeah. If you want to walk down the street and tell their friends and have that flex of. Yeah. Get this. I know this. And if, you know, it makes them feel good. And then they, uh, it community. passes on
1: the education to someone else.
2: Yeah. And the more people know about their neighborhood, the more they care about the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, The more likely they are to pick up the garbage that's strewn on the ground in that neighborhood. Um, so I, I really actually believe that spreading the knowledge of community helps that community in numerous ways. Yeah. And that's, you know, to be honest, that's why I do it. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. Um, I can imagine if, you
0: you know, anybody was dating an out-of-towner and they did a nice deep dive across your con- uh, content, then they invite them to the city and they start spitting some knowledge that out of town or she's going to be incredibly impressed. Yeah. Okay. I mean, being smart <laughs> is cool. Yeah. Absolutely. I
1: well, it's like you have, I often, you know, I'll we'll have friends come from out of town and often what I do is we just go on walkabout and we just go around and I love knowing things. Sorry, that's what you you going on walkabout. No,
0: I'm just picturing you walking through the city yeah. being a great
1: guy. I, I love like... Well,
2: Casey also knows everybody in the city. So going on walkabout probably means...
1: Stopping you know, here and saying hi here. Have
2: people say hi to her every everywhere.
1: It's definitely yeah. a fun time.
0: Yeah, you know
2: the waterfront. You stand here. <laughs> you could say yeah. nerdy yeah. stuff. I mean, uh, yeah,
1: the Toronto waterfront. I think um, you know. I've watched that, video. we watched it earlier. But it's just uh, learning about that was so cool.
2: There are so many things in this city that are fascinating. Uh, you know, let me digress. I think. Uh, every city is fascinating mm-hmm. uh, once you realize and look into it. That said, Toronto is the best, so <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run with that. But um, yeah, as, as you said, the Toronto shoreline, I have a video about the Toronto shoreline and the history of that. And that is such, uh, people find that interesting because so many people don't realize that when you're by the lake now, that didn't exist. And, you know, the Harbor 60 restaurant, that, that big, interesting building, um, I guess it's on Harbor street, probably that was the Harbor commission building. So that building, I think, what is it? 500 meters North of the shoreline or however far it is, was the shoreline. So, I mean, when you tell people that they're like, what do you mean? You show them pictures and they're like, what do you mean? There was a German U boat where I'm standing <laughs> in 19-whatever, 1919 or right. whatever. Weird, weird. Absolutely. Weird yeah. Weird stuff, but yeah. it's it's cool to know. And, uh, you know, the more you know about your city, the more you probably care about it. Yeah. Anybody
0: else in any other major city hubs that you sort of connect with that is doing something similar to what you're doing?
2: I was asked that <laughs> recently. Um, actually, when I was finishing up my master's in Canadian history, um, the department at York, um, asked me for my thesis to do it on my actual project, which I mean, I was like, really, is that allowed? Can I, (laughs) you know, I've been wanting to talk about myself for years. Um, but one of the main things of that was trying to find out if similar projects existed outside of the city. And what I kind of concluded was there were a whole bunch of things Doing interesting things that I love and I respect, but they weren't amalgamating them in the same way that I do. Mm-hmm. So you know, there were so many. Each city has something similar of like, oh, here's some photos from the past. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's a video about the past. Um, mm-hmm. But I take a lot of pride in kind of doing a whole bunch of things: short form, mini docs, mm-hmm. a lot of kind of like before and after historical photos. Um, I've done some events. Mm-hmm. Um, do a lot of like TV appearances talking about these things. I mean,
1: as far as I can
2: tell, (laughs) I have a beer, right. We've kind of become a a marketing agency for historical content, for brands, for the city, for BIAs, for a whole bunch of things. So what I've concluded is there's no one doing anything at all. Like what me and my small team are doing. Yeah,
0: I'd agree. I looked around, um, just different cities like Chicago and and LA and and the the breadth of content you've created and how cl- you know it's classy it's edited extremely well thank you it looks like it's produced by like the
2: history channel or yeah. oh it's cooler than the history channel yeah, but <laughs> it, it, we can it talk is about the history channel i have i have a i have some beef with oh. the history channel oh fantastic Ooh. well I, yeah so the history channel in canada <laughs> always Copies my content. Oh, oh. Always. And it's it's not even subtle. They used to kind of credit it of like credit old Toronto.
1: Like they know. They're, they're totally watching and they're and, like, here we go. And
2: literally lifting photo by photo the exact same content oh, that's obscure. Oh,
1: my God. I actually hate. I had
2: an influencer went,
1: that did that to me once and I hated it.
2: It is. I mean, I went after them at one point trying to get all my supporters to go after them and they did but then i realized i mean i just wanted to avoid the whole thing so i took all this stuff down but it was uh it was i what i i'll chalk it down to the fact that their social media is probably people uh working on some sort of Mm -hmm. co-op right so if you have your co-op marketing student from yeah, ex university. They don't really know. They don't
1: have the same care.
2: Yeah, exactly. We'll so, say. no or else, learning. It's pretty pretty easy to follow and in and just copy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you're an asshole if you do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So fuck that. But uh, but you know, I I'm totally cool with people copying like roughly what I'm doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I I, there, you know, there's probably a dozen channels or platforms in toronto now that most of them didn't exist before i did this yeah i love that mm-hmm. i am happy that they're doing that because they're promoting toronto history and they're only kind of well first of all i didn't create the whole concept of doing historical stuff and i take an inspiration from other ones so as long as they're not just like you know yeah. verbatim taking the thing cool um yeah. so i encourage all these accounts, there's some really, really hardworking, cool shout out to a guy that does the transit time warp. Oh, cool. Trevor.
1: Cool.
2: Nerdy, nerdy dude. <laughs> he makes me look just like the coolest cat <laughs> in Toronto because he embraces how nerdy he is.
1: Oh, I love that.
2: I, I mean, I've never met him in person, but um, uh, I feel as though there's no way he... He would be as nerdy as he presents himself online. <laughs> I say that in a loving way, but he wear he's so dedicated to transit history in Toronto. Cool. He's got like the little outfits and stuff like oh that. Oh my gosh. I mean that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I uh I really like
1: when people go all dedicated in, nerds. Do it with enthusiasm. Oh, sure. oh yeah. Like if, all if you're gonna in, do it, go
2: do all it with enthusiasm. In. I mean, that's like me wearing like some sort of Sherlock Holmes thing with like a magnifying glass that's yeah. just like straight up history nerd but um you know there's some really charming people out there working hard like Trevor yeah. and a few other people cool and I respect that
1: yeah I guess it brings more like you said earlier the more people learn about their city and the history of things the more they care about it so more people doing that you know um really only build the community in the city
2: huge huge yeah. I mean uh the power of I mean, I'm very proud of what I've been able to do with this. Um, I use it. I mean, I I try to stay away from politics. Mm. I mean, I'm a lefty, no no doubt. But part of the power comes from the fact that it is not overly political. Right. Um, And that's how I maintain a whole bunch of people. In Mm -hmm. fact, Old Toronto is one of the only things I can think of bringing, you know, my neighbor who's who's. An asshole right wing guy, my neighbor, who's this <laughs> asshole left wing guy, which <laughs> what? And they're like, "Yeah, look at oh, those power lines. Yeah, <laughs> wow, this is great, right?" So I mean, but it's this kind of unifying yeah, it thing.
1: Brings, it can bring people together no matter it, what, and it has.
2: Them. So that's why I avoid. I avoid overtly political things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that said, I sneak in a whole bunch of political things, <laughs> like um. Immigration. Immigration is a very important thing for me. Uh, I I care about it. I studied specifically Canadian immigration history. Um, I think it's hugely important. Mm -hmm. So I like, uh, you know, showcasing the struggle of older immigrant waves of population and kind of hope that people connect it to the current ones. Meaning like, okay, so when the Syrians were arriving... Um, They were getting a lot of backlash. Mm -hmm. So I was just emphasizing the fact that when the Italians arrived, when the Irish arrived, when the Portuguese arrived, the exact same argument. Right. Uh, Lazy. The religion doesn't connect with our religion. Dirty. um, Just won't fit in. Yeah. Dangerous. And it's the exact same argument for communities now that we're so proud of being here. Mm -hmm. So that's political. But it's also just pointing out historical truths. Mm -hmm. Mm Right. So, um, I mean, if I'm using it for bringing people together like that, then I'm okay with that kind of politics. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Uh, uh, You you definitely
0: have to tread lightly. I'm sure.
2: There's no, you know, I've, I've, I'm avoiding all the uh, photos of Justin Trudeau flexing and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I avoid even Pierre Trudeau because I know it's just going to start a quagmire on there. Yeah, I've oh.
1: actually had any, um, you know, a couple of things I know about Old Toronto is I know that Drake
2: follows Old Toronto. That was like,
1: I think, a blog geo article. Drake's,
2: Drake's like, uh, like a diehard fan. fan.
1: Yeah, so that, but have you had any um, posts, you know, since creating a quagmire i guess but like have you had any posts oh, that yeah. have created what are some things that have really oh, either ruffled God. the feathers I've or caused, got people excited i've well, caused a it, riot
2: <laughs> excited i mean there's a lot of things that i've been able to do that i'm really proud of but there's also a few things that i really really stirred the pot and oh. poked the bear and um
1: did you do it on purpose, or was it, oh, you didn't I mean, realize. sometimes
2: I do it on purpose, because, you know, I know you, I'm, so I I'm feel mad, like you or, or I'm just wanting to entertain myself. But, like, I mean, I remember this one post that I got a lot of flack for, and I somewhat understand it. It's this photo from, I think, the Toronto Star in the 70s, early 70s, probably, mid-70s, of um, some... Exotic dancers, some strippers from from the Young Street strip there, uh, shining the shoes of men, right? And they're topless. Mm -hmm. And at at first glance, I completely understand why this looks like a misogynist photo and post, Mm -hmm. right? Except for the fact that it was a fundraiser for the unionization of the dancers. Right. So, I mean, I got a lot of, like... It exploded of like old Toronto's this misogynist thing. A, I'm just posting a Toronto Star historical right. photo, by the way. And B, I would argue these women trying to unionize and getting attention by yeah. this pr- promotion yeah. is super empowering. And, yeah. and absolutely. And, and uh, you know, everything. So I would argue the the empowerment coming from this photo. Mm-hmm. But I got I got eaten alive and I took down. But. I mean, I understand why people would see that photo and, and take that thing. Well, I just wish yeah. they had kind of read what I was, what I was, I mean, to be honest, all I said was this is a photo of them doing a promotion for the unionization. Right. I didn't have any of my own opinions on this. Right. Yeah, I just simply it was said
1: historical content. Well, wow. Here
2: is what but this I thing think is. people
1: are, you know, like you said, two things that people want to learn, but they're lazy. And, you know, we are in. You know, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll, and key, some people are keyboard warriors and they'll look at something, they'll just rage out, but they don't actually read what is yeah. happening.
2: Two things, correct? <laughs> and let's add on to that. So, some people do get angry because they didn't read the thing, they just mm-hmm. saw this photo that does look misogynist. But if they had spent, <laughs> read that two, two paragraphs, seconds. then. Well, sometimes they're just so angry at their initial feeling that they won't even let that sink in. They can't, they're so
1: angry they can't read.
2: Yeah. And then secondly, some people are just there to cause trouble. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have to deal with that. And it's really defeating. I had a comment. Yeah, it is. From someone yesterday um, posted this thing. So we, uh, Metrolinx was about to tear down these trees at Osgood Hall, these 200 year old trees. So I kind of, the pissed me off. Don't don't fuck with trees yeah <laughs> right so i i kind of uh while back i encouraged the followers to to complain to metrolinks i across the platforms i had close to a thousand people like aggressively go after Metrolinx, being like do not tear down these trees you pro because they had promised that they weren't and all this stuff and then i see yesterday um that Metrolinx has agreed to like in the short term, stop and not tear down these trees. Yeah. And awesome. I, and like, shout out to Global TV who also let me uh, do my um, <laughs> on-camera thing to yeah. try to save these trees. Mm-hmm. So I view it as such like a point of pride that we, we were able to, when we played a part in stopping this, yeah. 200-year-old trees, they were just going to tear it up just for like yeah. a
1: do inquiry
2: that. into the, Potential hey of, put
1: up a parking lot. That yeah, <laughs>
2: now <laughs> they're just going singing? there and putting those Beatles, those Joni Mitchell. You bring up Joni Mitchell. We're in we're in Yorkville right now, so <laughs> yeah. she was up the street.
1: Oh, really? Is that the uh, Toronto? Oh yeah, we're in Yorkville,
2: facts. right up the street. Oh yeah, wow. That'd be River. Bowl. Neil Young used to play the streets here when he was homeless. Oh yeah, really? I mean,
0: yeah, Neil oh, Young's father worked for the Star. Yeah, really? he's a okay sports yeah.
2: writer. Yeah, oh. so we're uh, in. You know, we're right in the middle of Joni Mitchell, Buffy St. Marie, Gordon Lightfoot, Neil Young. Everything started at the riverboat and the different coffee houses up the street. But back to what I'm saying, (laughs) I posted this thing. And then this one guy was like, why are you saving Osgood trees when you should be saving like uh, the black community on Eglinton? And I was like, that's a false dichotomy. Right. I mean. You mean because they're putting an LRT? No, because, well, they're putting a transit on both streets. Right. right? But he got mad at me. I think he was just going to be angry he no matter what. Mad. He
0: was mad. at you because you put your effort
2: into, into some saving something. The yeah. is but, versus championing his cause. Yeah. But, I mean, his cause is admirable. So he tags all the, um, uh, the accounts, um, uh, proactively trying to draw attention to the plight of um, the Eglinton West community and gentrification. But what he doesn't know is that I've done numerous projects with those exact groups. <laughs> right. In the, in the recent past. And I do fully support those groups yeah. and they do great work. So I just, I was going to comment being like, I've like old Toronto has teamed up with
1: all the people you tagged, all
2: the te- people that you <laughs> tagged. And I, personally really respect all their work and will continue supporting them so it's just like he was just angry it, but you know it's very
0: hard especially when it comes to public transit it's very hard to on one hand complain about there not being enough public transit mm. and on the other hand complain, complain that about that whenever whenever they're building yeah yeah oh my god so i it's live like,
1: yeah i live where they're building um There's a new, like, bridge in my whole area. I'm, like, uh, Junction Triangle. Mm -hmm. There's building a whole new, like, thinger that's like an overpass. Transit. (laughs) Wow. Great, great description. It's a (laughs) a bridge.
0: It sounds like a bridge. It's a bridge Uh for a go go train.
1: But they're building all these parks, and I think that it's cool because it's going to really change the neighborhood. You know, it's, like, two blocks north of Bloor, which I thought was so far away. But, I mean, it's actually a really lovely neighborhood. Then I think that it's great, but oh my God, are people so mad? They're so mad. I
2: mean, I understand uh, building transit, large projects really does disrupt things for years, especially Eglinton. Terrible, terrible stuff happened on Eglinton for years in terms of companies and the businesses not being supported. Anyways, we're digressing. But what we were saying is, sorry, I'm burping because of all this. Fantastic old Toronto series long-slice beer. beer.
0: Pour that aggressively, Casey. I know. Um, it's a little too good if you But you, ask you know me. what, though? Like, circling back to the nerd friend of yours who has the po- the transit account, it's too bad there's not more transit history. Like, if there was more subway history, you'd get some more subways around. He's he's you know? doing great. Oh, well, yeah, uh, but I that's because the streetcars, like, we're one of the original cities to put in, I believe, a streetcar system.
2: Well, there's numerous but, ones, but they're- yeah, they're like San Francisco. When San Francisco has a couple of our old uh, Uh, actual streetcars. Actual
1: our old streetcars?
2: Yeah, there's a couple there.
0: Would you imagine we ship them out there?
2: (laughs) There's, I mean, around the world has a whole bunch of our old streetcars. Really? Yeah, because when we're done with them, so many smaller places or places around the world that still believe that. They're usable. Mm. We just got the fancy mm. Bombardier ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so, I mean, Alexandria and Egypt has, last I knew, like, or at least dozens and dozens and dozens really? of That's our, so our old. Bombardier. It's nice that they're Canadian made. Of dude. our old ones. So, yeah. no, they have our old ones to, uh, whatever the, uh, like the Charlie. PP, I think they're called PPC ones, but Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> Welcome to the History Podcast. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I know. I I just, I find it all very fascinating. You've done anything on
2: the Allen Road? You have a video on the Allen? I've done some stuff on, uh, well, it's the Spadina Expressway, right? So I've done some stuff on that. The Spadina Expressway was going to absolutely tear apart Toronto. Yeah. And Mm. it was stopped. So would have been nice, though, to get it in. <laughs>
0: well. When you're
2: sitting on the if you're in a, traffic, If you're in a car and you're a dick, it would have been perfect. But what it would have. <laughs> so the Allen Road, which we, you know, the Allen Road is going south. I'm, I'm being totally serious. Uh, <laughs> it's the Allen Road is going south. Uh, and then it just stops at Eglington. Yeah. Right? So it would have continued. And it would have taken out all the area by Casa It would have taken out most what? of the annex. Oh it would God. have taken down uh i mean kensington market would have been taken torn down just for this road and i just don't think that i mean culturally that would be insane
0: yeah if it goes through kensington rips out kensington
2: yeah but also is, the annex is beautiful too so it would have just in my opinion devastated what if 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 anyone finds kensington market charming or the annex charming Realize that they would have been obliterated if the Spadina Expressway went through. Oh,
1: thank God that didn't come. So, yeah. like great parts but of but that's our city. Uh,
2: but that's civic engagement. So it was going to until this grassroots thing led by you know uh, you know Margaret Atwood and uh, all the all the fancy people of of Toronto and the era and stuff like that. My yeah. mom was part of that, and cool. These people really stood up. And said, "The culture of our city is more important than you know Get down, getting yeah. there slightly faster." Yeah. yeah. So it's that nim- nimbyism, right? Uh, not in my backyard, but um, whatever. I think I think culture in cities is important, and I hope to promote that. Yeah. Looking at the history of Toronto, would you say Toronto's been
0: well planned? Like, has there been a good brain trust planning this stuff, looking at the future of the city? Or is the city
2: sort of? Yeah, no, I think overall, I'm, I mean, it's so tempting to always rag on a city, right? Um, people always rag on Toronto. I mean, oh, they tear down everything. They didn't think this through. But I actually think overall, it's fairly well thought out. I really do. People always say, oh, they tore down everything in the 70s and 50s. Fairly accurate. But we also kept a whole bunch. And through civic um, bylaws and planning, we're not – we disallow the tearing down of so many different things. So, I mean, there's there's rules. Um for neighborhoods there's there's a whole bunch of rules where you can't build above a certain height.
0: Right. Yeah, I like that.
2: Yeah. Ooh. And I think most I think, of us really love that.
1: Yeah, I like that. I too, think the result
0: might. of that in London, England, has been beautiful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it, it maintains the aesthetic of the neighborhood. Yeah. Um I mean, there were efforts on Queen West uh a few years ago that I kind of got all of our old Toronto people to kind of fight against that was ended up, it did end up getting stopped because they were wanting to enlarge things.
1: Yeah. So a long how do you right? balance, I remember that. I saw
0: that. But how do you balance um, not wanting transit or highways to take stuff out, not wanting stuff to go too high, yet wanting affordable housing? Like, how does it all? I mean, those are two actually, different things though. No, right? but like they all basically limit density, right? Like, mm-hmm.
2: I mean, that, like I think that's a valid density. thing, but we do have density in certain areas of the city. So as long as those are built upon uh, transit lines, that's, that's one, one way to do it. I mean, like along the Bloor subway line, there's a lot of dense
1: mm-hmm.
2: construction and stuff like that. Um, I guess it, I it's guess. a complicated question. Right? Yeah, it is exactly. very complicated. a whole podcast on that. It's such an, a, a it's, it's such an aggravating compromise yeah. <laughs> because you can
0: really understand both sides of the I, I, the I really can That's the annoying
2: thing. I really can't. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's no easy answer. No. And anyone saying, oh, that guy's ruining it or that guy's ruining it. I mean, I think there's a lot of nuance to it.
0: Right. But you know what, actually, what you just said is is quite nice in the sense that if you build up a long transit... Like if you're going to commit to buildings, do them along transit yeah. and sort of spare <laughs> everything else.
2: In a sense, I, I I believe that. Yeah, I mean that's why there's a lot of towers around Kipling and
1: and also there's built there's um you know it's 99 Sudbury used to be like a hotspot for a lot of events back in the day and I was there for a shoot the other day that whole building is gone and I guess there's a new transit station going there.
2: Yeah, I don't know near, if it's a transit station but uh something there's the queen all the queen con- subway that's going in. Yeah, is the- going to absolutely alter everything. That uh cool it's area. going to start around the around Don Valley on Queen East near there, go all the way to past I mean in between Spadina and Bathurst and then ja- jog so like on an angle towards CNE. Yeah. So you're going to have That's a
1: huge line.
2: Yeah, and Queen Street is going to be blocked off, including all the businesses, for years at a time. So, I'm um, Much Music. The old Much Music building mm. is being sold.
1: Really? Oh yes. my god! Two ninety nine.
2: Yeah. So that's oh, being sold god, that's by.
1: So iconic.
2: Yeah, but the intersection will be blocked off for years, right, like Bathurst for construction. and Edlington sort yeah. of type thing. Yeah, exactly, like Bathurst and. Oh England, my
1: gosh! Yeah. I didn't know that. So
2: is the, this an LRT or a subway. 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 So for the next. I mean, they say, what, seven years or whatever? It's going to be a lot right, so longer it's like twelve. <laughs> so all those businesses <laughs> in, no, are going to be blocked England off terms. for years. You're going to see tourism in Toronto take a hit. You're going to see...
1: Yeah, that's it's
2: really right. too bad. It's like a bite the bullet. You almost you have to do you it. You, to. you literally have to do it for... Yeah. I mean, it through the years, well, in this building... Specifically, I was in the bathroom and the uh, it started shaking. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yes, we did, are above the subway, subway I do, Did I do something
2: wrong? And, but it was it was the subway below us, mm-hmm. and that was built so that also did something similar. Right? Yeah, we're north of uh, we're north of. Let me think where we are on the subway line. We're so up. this would have this been Bay
1: station. Yeah, I have
2: to think about it. I'm not sure this was one of the original subway stops, though. So whatever in the 60s or whatever it was similar things would have happened here that's yeah. why this building's probably built in the 60s
1: mm-hmm. and what well i guess lower where's the low, lower bay this that's, is bay and then lower Bay. very
2: very close to where we yeah. are right now
1: yeah because i guess that must have been one of the oldies
2: lower bay was only open for about a year mm. it was uh, so that would have been the, the 60s
1: got it interesting creepy yeah, I mean, have you done a video on Lower Bay? Because mm, I think I've, I would love I've, to I've know touched, why and what happened it. there. There's
2: a lot of uh, ambiguity about what happened.
1: Something weird. I think, I feel like, was there something I weird think it, that it
2: kind of actually goes down and probably just like poor planning.
1: Oh, okay. I'm th- I am hear I'm thinking conspiracy, like something no. weird, ghost, like it, some freaky thing happened.
2: No, it was probably oh. just like, they screwed it up. Because uh, the ridership was really, really low going there, right? So they were like, "This doesn't make any sense." Got it. What so, is this? What do you uh, Lower Bay?
1: You don't know Lower Bay Station is a secret subway. It's around here. It's it's secret. A, it's secret, like a secret uh, subway station. There was like vans just in a skateboard thing down there last weekend.
2: It's a old hidden. Subway it's like station. An old
1: hidden subway oh. station. You don't know what. Oh. Oh, wow. I mean no. back in the day you know, it was it's
0: like it's old and it's hidden.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> I know all about it. <laughs> <How would>
1: I, <laughs> it's old and hidden. It's, and it's underground. So there's
2: two. You there's actually two it. hidden subway stations. It's just that one actually briefly was open. The other one at Queen just never actually opened because really? it never actually they never finished it.
1: Oh wow So it's not
2: it, like it's just the the beginning of creating it rather than the whole thing. So there were two that Are sort of quote unquote hidden?
1: Oh, interesting! Hot facts with old Toronto
2: history podcast. (laughs) So, are you a skier or you a snowboarder? I do both.
1: Oh, Oh. really? I didn't know that.
2: Oh Oh. yeah. I mean, I used in Vancouver. I would. uh, I had my seasons pass for Grouse and Seymour, and I would go. I mean, I would go three days a week. Go. One day skiing, two days snowboarding kind of switch up oh. like that. I mean oh. when you have a season's pass you can kind of you just do whatever the heck you want. rock it up
1: <laughs> whatever you want Yolo it's been a do long both time in one day
2: I mean I, I spend time up in uh, Collingwood now, but it's just you get you see blue blue mountain and it's just <laughs> no. it's upsetting.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can. Okay, I, I literally, very tough, like though.
2: jokes aside, I grew up on a hill in just outside of Vancouver in Burnaby. It's probably bigger. And the hill that yeah. I walked up after school, I mean, this is no word of a lie. The hill I walked home to is literally bigger than Blue Mountain. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. So I, I look at it. I'm like, this, this can't be real.
1: You don't even want to know that I used to ski at Chicopee. Have you seen that hill? It's like
2: goosebumps. Chicopee.
1: Chicopee. It's the it's cutest in, sounding Kishner mountain. Waterloo. It's in Ch- Kitchener-Waterloo. I used to ski there. It's, Chicopee.
2: It's uh, 300 feet high.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's, it's so. It's, it's
0: five turns.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like as high as um when you go going down. No one here.
2: over four is allowed to go there.
1: No, it was nice. I mean, I used to ski a lot, but we used to go to um, Ellicottville in New York when mm-hmm. I was a kid. A lot. I a lot of there a couple times. Yeah. Ho- holiday. Valley, or Hollymont. We would go to the private resort.
2: I grew up going to Stowe. Yeah, I've heard of Stowe. I've I went to Stowe her. a lot. That's And it's supposed to be in the summers, which had really bad skiing in Vermont <laughs> in the summers. Smugglers Notch, shout out, Smugglers Notch.
0: How, how do you head out of Vancouver to
2: go to Stowe? My aunt had a place <laughs> like- in... Stowe, next to Stowe, Smuggler's Notch.
1: Stowe, I don't... She's it's, it's, a st- Stow. it's a it's it's a, mountain in Vermont. Stowe Stow
2: is like oh. where you go if you're like a socialite in New York.
1: Oh, well, clearly yeah. I don't know Stowe. It's you very sure much like,
2: <laughs> I mean, I remember watching Mad Men and they're like, let's go to Stowe. And Duh. I was like, uh-huh, just like me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know Stowe. It's like fancy... Skiing.
2: ...rich person from... Massachusetts or New York, Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: kind of like the New York Alps.
2: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> New York Alps. Okay. Stowe. Smuggler's mm-hmm. Notch. Shout out, Smuggler's but Notch.
0: You rarely hear, like, somebody from Toronto would maybe go to Stowe. Like, my dad skied okay. in Stowe. But you very rarely hear someone sitting in Vancouver. Yeah, no, I know. I was out no, to Stowe. Yeah, I know. Okay, it's no. insane.
2: damn far when you can drive an hour and a half north. It's a yeah, Whistler. Like Whistler. Got it, got it's it. insane that I actually know what Stowe is. It's weird. <laughs> I can't believe <wait> we're still <laughs> talking
1: a, about Stowe.
2: I it's weird. It's super weird. Yeah. I grew up going there. I, can still. I love Stowe. Shout out, Stowe. So, what brought you to Toronto originally? Just proximity to Stowe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> over. Um, I I I originally came out to Toronto because I had recorded an album when I was in Vancouver, and um, in your teens, yeah, your I was in my uh, early twenties. I had left university. I went to University of Northern BC in Prince George, BC. Shout out Prince George, BC. Nice. And uh, I went back to Vancouver, recorded an album, and then I was like, okay, I record an album. You go to Toronto. That's what you do. So I came out here. Um, was going to continue on in university. So I, I got into U of T and York, but York's history programs really cool and good. So I went there. I went to a place called Glendon College, which yeah. is their French campus. I know where that is. Yeah, do you right speak by French? where I went to school. Do I speak French? The Raptors. I can write, right, read, and write French really well, but uh, oh, not really oh, well. Actually, that's a convenient Indian.
0: campus. That's a better campus than the one up north. Um, I mean, neither are there. convenient. Oh, no, neither. No, no, no. It's, that's Both true. campuses are... York is built for a tropical city. I can't believe that place flew it's, in Toronto. It's
2: wild. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. So I moved out here for music, tried to do uh, school, but, I mean, the first semester I got, uh, I started here. I got booked a tour in Europe. So I literally... Had to choose between finishing that semester or doing this tour, so I, you know, I went on tour, or tour. So, so uh, and then I would go back and forth. Oh, I'm going back to school, and then I'd get booked another thing. I was like, okay, maybe I need to just take take some time off school for a bit just to focus on the more important thing. Yeah, music. Yes. Yeah. So that's why I moved out here originally. Well, you've got a great voice. Casey yes, played with for years. Some of your
1: music, because when I I knew Morgan before Old Toronto, back in the early days of social media, Morgan and I have been friends for like a decade, and we used to hit up the event scene, lots of Tiff parties together. Back we look the, good. Yeah, we were because I would like we
2: present tense.
1: Yeah, we look good. But I mean, yeah, we used to go to lots of parties together and, you know, lots of events, and it was a good time. And I knew you then, that was when your band was Birds of Wales.
2: Birds of Wales, Birds yeah. Of Wales been Birds was your of Wales, Birds of band. Shout out, Birds of Wales.
1: Yes. But you, like, How many people you in that in as a musician before Old Toronto was in. in Too many. Thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I knew who Casey was. Oh, I think shit. she was um, shining juice No, she was like social- <laughs> <laughs>
0: she was shining shoes <laughs> with
2: my top off. Yeah, she was the social media person at Much Music, though. I think. Yeah, were you? Yeah, I was. So I-, I remember Much Music like <laughs> tweeting out like my band stuff, and I remember being like, "Cool!" And then I saw you, and you were like, "Oh, that's me." I was like, I, oh, I-, I posted
1: you. that tweet on Much Music. That was me." <laughs>
2: Yeah, like, oh. I He's think there like, were oh. numerous ones, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, because like- I
1: would there was new like new, I'd post new music and stuff, but then I think yeah, I was like, oh, I I'm I actually wrote that tweet. Yeah, I'm that's me. I I that was the thing with actually a lot of bands back then. I was like, that's me. I'm a good internet. way to meet
2: the boys. <laughs> I'm the internet. Yeah, send me your <laughs> I
1: did meet a lot of boys back then. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no comment. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I know Casey originally <laughs> through totally. that. But uh, Uh, it's Ross with two S's. (laughs) (laughs) Correction.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was was a really exciting time.
2: Robin Moss or Morgan Ross?
1: Yes. (laughs) Well, speaking of Robin Moss, you have um, had a recent really cool thing with Old Toronto where you were actually on Murdoch Mysteries, the show as Robin Moss, but your name is Morgan Ross. And you were actually like they took you as a historian, it made you an actual character on the show? Yeah, it's what very meta. It's very
2: meta. It's very yeah, meta. It's very I love meta. the meta. Yeah. of it. Um, here we go. Here's a little bit of it here, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Canada's number one rated drama. Even better when it's you see it. It's in its 16th me. season. As a Canadian historian, I find it a lot of fun. Today, we're talking about the real history behind Murdoch Mysteries. Oh, Doesn't it look like I'm in like some sort of old like you're barn? Oh, yeah. Old <laughs> barn. In this video I'm going to specifically look so, at the first 3 episodes oh, of the Oh that's two, you. That is including <laughs> the one introduced Robin the Moss. Morgan Ross. Robin Moss. I mean, and in the bottom Morgan right Moss. there, it's footage of me. Yeah. No. It's me in Murdoch Mysteries the Toronto of the era as was a character named after myself, to many
1: people, yeah. I think that I love the mean. meta-ness of it, Toronto
2: the good. yeah. The meta-ness of it is is pretty insane. Insane. takes place so CBC at and Murdoch the Mysteries, older man had in fought in the um, war a decade prior, um, and four years before, we, many we would head to Europe. asked me to do this fight in the war series and all parallel to the old Toronto series, Toronto where I look at the real history behind Murdoch Mysteries, like CBC show. Immigration. and I was like cool this is great I love Toronto history this is fun Um, and then they were like well why don't we put you into the show as a character I was like yeah we do that that's, that's, I remember
1: you were like I booked a show and I was like oh cool yeah I
2: was like now I'm extra." by the way <laughs> <laughs> which is you know um, yeah, it's better. pros and cons of that but um, so they then I uh, got the script and it was like Robin Moss I was like oh that's a funny name <laughs> and then my wife i'm pretty sure was like robert that's like morgan ross i was like oh my god that's my name so uh that's cool so morgan ross you know morgan cameron ross morgan ross became robin moss in the episode i mean it's the cameo it's only whatever 45 seconds but murdoch this season has three cameos chris hadfield andre degrasse and Robin Moss. I mean, yeah, Morgan and Ross. company. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, they think so. I uh, <laughs> Yeah. Chris Hadfield and Andre.
1: They I mean, think you're, yeah. They were
2: a bit starstruck, obviously, but, um, they're like, oh my God, is that Robin Moss?
1: Is that old Toronto?
2: Old Toronto, Morgan Ross, but, um, So, yeah, we're doing this really cool thing with Murdoch Mysteries where I do these parallel little short mini-docs about the real history behind uh, the actual TV series. Cool. So, I mean, cool thing with old Toronto series and what I do is there's so many different little projects that we're working on um, from all different directions, whether it's for brands, whether it's for TV shows, whether it's for... you know, community groups, the city, all these different things that we're able to kind of, well, I you know, uh, either for the wholesome reason of promoting goodwill or for the money because we we use it as a marketing right. tool as well. So, um, kind of got our fingers in a whole bunch of cool, different little things. Do you put your scene in here? We Is get to see your scene. Uh more. Uh, Vietnam- morning. Uh, no, I think later on it's in there. Two years prior. See, Let's see, seeing, you know, wait. Let's see where is it. Keep going. Keep wielding going. Wielding a Let's see. And this is what it looked like know. inside that same. I can show board. you. Wait, 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 wait. This. Well, there it is. There, there, been there. Been Uh, yeah, though, go back, 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 back. Tiny bit. There. Yeah. Right there. Right there. Okay. see here. I am Morgan Kevin, Ross. You on set,
1: Robin Moss? Wait.
2: Audio. Is the audio working? Historian on Murdoch mysteries. Let us raise our glasses to Canada's first international convention of novelists as we write our city a new and glorious chapter in the arts. Yeah, and then they, throughout the entire episode, they emphasize Robin Moss. Yeah, they have it, giant they had it on posters in the, in the show. Look, 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 look. So I have those posters at home. Really? Oh, you that's cool. It? But they're okay. so big. <laughs> that um that I'm chucking them no that, that <laughs> I, in order I was like oh I'll frame this and then I realized oh my god
1: $500 for the frame
2: yeah 100% <laughs> right frames are pricey yeah, frames get, are
1: so expensive yeah
2: to get something i mean there's two ways of doing it either you go to michaels
0: yeah, or, or you
2: you go to a... Take a, a mortgage out. <laughs> you yeah. take a
1: mortgage out. <laughs> John just got a whole... He bought all these posters in Austin and then had them shipped home. Yeah. And then got all this stuff framed. And... Now he's poor. That <laughs> <It, it> was <laughs> hundreds of dollars.
0: Oh, yeah. It's more than hundreds. It, of was, oh, yeah. Three, four things framed, $1,000. It was
1: thousand like dollars. eight things. I'm like, are we yeah. going to make our mortgage? Next yeah, month? no,
2: exactly. <laughs> I got... I mean, exactly. So I go yeah. to uh, Telegraph on Ossington, the framing store... For I mean I remember, so it, whenever I get something that I want framed, Toronto Star had um a two page big thing on me a few months ago, really cool thing, so I was like, I need to get this framed, yeah, two pages hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah. But the alternative is to get crappy frames and do it myself and make yeah, it look like Yeah, are you going like to do crap?
1: like a cut and paste job and get well, those frame with the frames is, it's yeah.
2: If it's something like that
0: and you really need a custom frame, it's not a great alternative.
2: Yeah. yeah it almost it's, it's doesn't just, exist. In, <laughs> either I want it to last and look good or, you know, yeah. do a different, you know, size and everything. Yeah. Like
1: I've always liked to frame those types of things. I actually have... All the art in my room upstairs is all art of me. It's all
2: pictures of
1: me. <laughs> things and articles that I've had. Like, you know, I.
2: People think that's vain, but, it, but like, I'm proud of it. My,
1: uh, my very first piece of art I was published was it's um, drawing I did and it was for Earth Day and it's me. And it says I'm cleaning up and it's <laughs> I have it framed.
2: Oh, where, how old were you?
1: I was like five or six. Oh, that's and it amazing. Said, I'm cleaning up. And Sean's always like, whatever, I'm cleaning. He goes. Oh, I'm cleaning up.
2: <laughs> I mean, but that's charming. I mean,
1: it was like it was my first piece of published work. I framed it.
2: I mean, as you should.
1: Why not? Why? I need- you ha- I guess you had don't the- someone makes fun of me. I'm like, well, I guess you haven't had anything published. You wouldn't get
2: it. <laughs> I I had um I had this giant cover of the newspaper that from my city when I was probably 9 <laughs> and it was me standing in front of this ha- house that they were trying to tear down and the whole thing was like Local boy trying to save house heritage house.
1: See, right? you had oh, oh wow. yeah, because you my dad was not
2: My dad was a university archivist. He was a historian, so or it's an archivist. Bad. So I was like, more or less, it was my dad trying to save that house in our neighborhood. But when the newspaper came, it's a lot cuter if the if the nine year old Morgan Ross is there. So when did you actually create your first? edited
0: Old Toronto video with the Old Toronto brand. Like how long?
2: And it was probably that. about five years ago. So I had started Old Toronto just out of being a hobby. I was a musician. Uh, I then had, this is probably 2015 or so. I was a musician. I then had a couple songs that did what I considered really well um, through me and through people I wrote for. So I was kind of presented with a scenario where I had more Money than I was used to, so I was like, "Okay, I'm not going to work for a while." Took time off. The dream, yeah. I was like, "Okay, I can take time off and not do that." So I was just kind of, you know, enjoying life. But I love Toronto history. I love Canadian history. So I just started the inst- my Instagram age old Toronto, mm-hmm. quite literally. Just I love history. I'm going to do a little thing of like, here's a historical photo, and here's some context of of it people started following that started the facebook page i then shot a little video that when i look at it now i'm horrified <laughs> right because i'm I just like i mean i did it yeah i did it um just on my black magic uh oh, I thought you were of, gonna say that's black a good bird. start <laughs> no no I, but i had one of those weird black magic cameras they were like a weird brick uh-huh cinema it was black magic cinema camera Weirdest shaped camera ever. I mean, it was beautiful cinema camera. It was you know a few thousand dollars and everything, but the shot I did it on Trinity Bellwoods Park, and it was all handheld, but on a right this silly camera that right. doesn't work. Looks like the black box of an airplane. Yeah, it's just <laughs> stupid. Those yeah, it was the dumbest looking camera ever. So I did that. I did the kind of narration over it. Um, you know, I just did it for fun. And then uh, I posted on the Facebook page for Old Toronto, which had like, you know, 10 people. But then it just got shared over and over and over and like thousands of times. And then I did one for Liberty Village, which again, if I look at it, it's also fairly embarrassing because I was just doing it for fun. Didn't really know what I was doing. But then that, you know, that got like hundreds of thousands of views and all these people started following. Wow. And I was like... I was like, okay. That you're like this
1: went. is a thing. Yeah,
2: because no one as far as I'm as far as I'm aware no one had ever done like a idiosyncratic video about the history of a specific location. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the the interesting things about old Toronto is when I look at other cities there are videos out there about the history of certain neighborhoods, but they're tip, typically done by uh news New stations yeah. Yeah. and they're brief and or short or actual documentaries from something pretty dry. Right. Yeah, and boring. Exact, Dry and boring. And what mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to talk about. But what I like is kind of pop culture references, trying to make something you know, more contemporary
1: Mm, and that people can learn something in a short period of time.
2: Exactly. Short consumable stuff that isn't short and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Short consumable, wet material. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Wetter the better. Uh, So the third one I did was uh, just a different format. I was like, I didn't have, I didn't even have the old Toronto logo. It was just kind of said old Toronto. And um, I did it about the, that the fact that Superman is from Toronto. Yeah, it's a great one. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Joe Schuster and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So then I did one on like the history of Dufferin Mall.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm. People love the Duff.
2: Yeah. Every, the Dirty Duff, right? Yeah, who does And then I did one about Sneaky D's. It's like.
1: Right. Also a, cl- a legend. And then I had
2: something called My Museum of Toronto come in and say, hey, can we hire you to do content or Old well, Toronto just as like sponsor? I was like, okay. And it was.
1: Was that a Colin Boyd's project? No.
2: No. Okay. But I do know Colin Boyd.
1: Yeah, I know him too. Smart guy. Since I was a kid.
2: I'm Kitchener.
1: Yeah, I know. Him, his mom was my dentist. Yeah. <laughs> There's a small little small world.
2: He's got a nice job.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Look at these
2: beautiful teeth.
1: Yeah.
0: Thanks.
2: <laughs> um I digress. Against all your efforts. So. <laughs> Trouble. So, so that was the moment where I realized that there might be a market for this thing. Outside of teeth,
0: <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, for sure. Exactly. So that was the moment out uh, that I realized that there might be kind of a market for this. So then, I had I was commissioned by Myseem of Toronto to do five videos, and from there I was commissioned by Bosley Real Estate to do. Literally, I'm in year like four or five of working with Bosley, and they're great. Awesome. Uh, it's Ontario's uh, largest independent real estate company. They've got hundreds of agents and stuff like that. They've been around for over 90 years. Wow. So branding I mean, I wise. I feel
1: like that's like that's such a good if you're a real fast. estate company showing people. I also I worked in real estate way back but I feel like showing people the the history of the community is like well is a draw for completely a real estate company. It's brand. a completely yeah. great partnership.
2: Completely on brand and we've done dozens of neighborhoods. Yeah. So old cool. Toronto series in Bosley Real Estate. Uh, I love them. They're my friends. And so that's how I kind of monetized it to a larger extent. Um, We've done a whole bunch of other commissions from, you know, some kind of business improvement associations to the, to the, to the city, to the LCBO, to even had a Chilean wine brand at one point. Yeah, I
1: read that. Carmen
2: Wines. That was a weird one. Um, (laughs) Shout out wine. Um, (laughs) So,
1: I'm in my wheezing state. I can't even breathe. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> Just a wheeze. It's
2: like, what's that noise over there? <laughs> Sounds like a, like a horse making that noise, but like really far away. In like a different field. <laughs> yes. Yes. Go outside. A
1: horse in a, in a different barn. A horse in a different field.
2: Yeah. There it is. I, I, I from <laughs> oh,
1: oh, old Toronto so beer, Pilsner. Empty. yeah, I, that's for you. And there's old Toronto, this
2: Toronto beer is rewarding, it's
1: really quite good. <laughs> really, this really wheezing nice. is brought to you by <laughs> this wheezing you know, and me laughing my head off. It's brought to you by old you, Toronto, you know, what's
2: good. Old <laughs> Toronto beer. Pilsner, brewed by Long Slice Brewery,
0: <laughs> Toronto's finest. You know, it's good because it's not quite cold enough. But we're still enjoying it. Yeah. I've enjoyed many of these. It arrived
1: not too far from before the podcast. One of the things I love about this beer is there are 12 different cans. Like, right? I, I read on the package there's 12 cans. And they all have different images of Toronto, old Toronto. And Morgan, when he got here, told me that if you scan the QR code actually on the can, it goes to a video that he made. And as a content creator who doesn't have their own beer... Morgan, I must say, you have really built something incredibly amazing here. The way you've, like, the content you make, you have, like, I mean, uh, close to a million followers across all of your platforms. And you have a beer that's in Toronto Bars and in the LCBO.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, way to go, bud. It's
2: it's an interesting thing. (laughs) We do, uh, I mean, I'm really proud of it because we do, (laughs) your hair, your hair right there. There it is. You fixed it. Perfect. Looks great now. Um, I'm really proud of the beer. I think it's just a cool collaboration. We've got, as you said, a dozen cans, different historical things in Toronto. We we really prided ourselves on. We prided ourselves on having a kind of an eclectic mix. We've got one of Chinatown in the 1990s. We've yeah. got we've got um, try to different eras, different ethnic groups, like all these. Diverse yeah, things.
1: Just showing, like, what really makes Toronto. My favorite one is the old TGC trolley.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone loves old transit stuff.
1: And this is Woodbine?
2: No, that's oh. the old uh, Exhibition Stadium.
1: Oh, wow. Before
2: the Blue Jays got there and made it into...
1: See? learn something new just like that.
2: I am an odd okay. fountain of knowledge.
1: You really are mm. a fountain of knowledge. People
2: people will go up well, out for a walk with me and they... They'll either love it or hate it. <laughs> you know what? They're going to learn about some weird shit. Though.
1: I'm happy every time we hang out with you, Morgan. <laughs> Seriously, you're really I, I, awesome. I'm,
2: I'm full of a whole bunch of knowledge, just not always Sporadic. very pertinent.
0: <laughs> so this is it. a Kensington morning?
2: Yeah, I love I mean, there's so many beautiful photos of Kensington Market. Yeah, I think because, I mean, aesthetically, the market has such a... Uh, the sun can hit it yeah, from, the sun. from different directions, so yeah. a lot of the photography there is that. And there's but there's, there's
1: no tall buildings yeah, right but, in that right, area. It's true,
2: but that's actually important because there's not tall buildings in there in the area. But also the aesthetic of sun beating down on like a whole bunch of fruit and people. I mean, it's just inherently a beautiful image. Yeah, for sure. I
1: mean anywhere.
2: I mean, it's definitely a better
0: image than an image of a highway there. Uh, I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> highway that never went yeah. there.
2: You know, like there's that I mean, middle lane. Spot on with that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Way to go now. <laughs> this is a really fun episode because I'm laughing a lot. And it might be the old Toronto beer just mm-hmm. making me feel so happy.
2: Oh, yeah. It's working for you. Brisk, smooth. Old Toronto. Old Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Were you able to actually trademark Old Toronto? Um, So it's an interesting thing. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of tricky phrase. Tricky old is exactly exactly. So
1: I mean, Paris Hilton trademark. That's hot. So you should be able to do it. Well,
2: I mean, I've we did. uh, Also, she's a Hilton. We have, we have um, reached. I mean, we have a lawyer that has has kind of advised us on a few different things. I will tell you something interesting. I made Google do something because Google came in about three four years ago and started something called Old Toronto and I made them change it to Old T.O. Google started something Old Toronto yeah. in what oh. product of theirs? So they had Maps? this kind of, yeah, it was a map. Oh. Oh. So they did this really cool Fuck thing the where map. they geo tag map thing or geo Uh, located maps where like you could have a map they had a map and they had historical photos kind of to the location of the actual thing very cool by the way they took it down recently just to piss me off and piss everyone off i think but uh um they had it was so cool
1: it was true sidewalk labs ross
2: uh we did though we literally said and through other people um Karen at my team of Toronto. They get a Karen on it. Yeah, yeah. So Karen goes yeah. down every time. So we kind of reached out saying like, "What the heck?" And they yeah, changed for it. Sure, they changed it. I think That's to nice some extent. Of- to some extent, because they were like, "Well, Toronto series has established itself with a following, and we really want to be Google trying to tell this." organic little follow mm-hmm. account like who's yeah, boss yeah
1: i mean it's something it's not something google could own so they should probably change it
2: yeah so they did that's what i was so say. we made google change this thing and i was like yeah heck yeah that's cool don't
1: mess with me yeah
2: i mean More don't mess boss. with old toronto series we will stop wow. you from tearing down trees we will stop you from taking over the thing with this cool map thing mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and we won't let you build a highway through Kansas but please
2: to allow no. me but please keep hosting our website or whatever you're doing with my <laughs> yeah, email. Yeah, exactly. Like keep my SEO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep <laughs> doing
1: that. You just keep my page rank Sorry. high yeah. and send traffic my way yeah. and don't demonetize yeah, me. Yeah, don't demonetize
2: me. I love you.
1: Yeah, don't
0: demonetize me. Fuck. It's actually um, that. an interesting idea, though, to overlay your content on a map of the
2: city. So that's that's actually you a format. You go that's back been, to them. No, but there, that's a format that a few different uh, apps have done. A uh, really cool concept. It's it's done in numerous cities. It's been done here. It's never really taken off. Uh, and therefore, I don't even think Twivers tried to do that has kept it up. Mm-hmm. Because the real thing is the... Is that a m- different place in the city? <laughs> I like the beer
0: to be all one place. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: I gave you some beer from the Which beer? Beach. This
0: Chris Pilsner you, right here? I, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, this Chris Pilsner from Long Slice Brewery. I've I got gave some you,
0: Kensington
2: in here. It's oddly smooth all, and perfect. It's, <laughs> it is
1: very smooth because here I
2: am. Old Toronto with Pilsner. All of these beers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the,
2: the finest the covers, historical the beer I've ever the, seen.
1: The podcast is this is the. Podcast where Casey drinks the most beer oh, yeah. that she's ever drank on. Podcast. There's
2: eight empty cans behind her right now
1: <laughs> under my
0: desk,
2: just under the table.
1: What the kind of larder are you? What?
0: <laughs> well, it's a good testament to the beer because Casey knows her way around a beer.
1: I do. Uh, I know my way. No around comment. Beer. No comment. <laughs> Morgan, thank you for we'll that. Support
2: whatever Casey says.
1: Thank you for no commenting on my enjoyment of beer.
2: Smooth, crisp, <laughs> goes down
0: easy. Any of you ever since that much music tweet? He's just, uh, you know,
1: listen, Morgan's known me for really t- over 10 years, and I 10 years, yeah. yeah um, Casey says
0: over 10 years when it's closer to probably like 18, yeah. <laughs> I just say 10 years, like,
1: time. I just say, oh, I've been blogging for over t- 10 years, it's like literally closer to 20. 20. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to make me look old,
0: yeah. You try and ride the line between, yeah. you know. Too old and fresh.
1: Yeah, and also experience. Been blind
2: for over two years. Uh, you know it's fresh, old Toronto <laughs> building. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope uh,
1: my, my mom's gonna listen to this and oh, go, yeah. Casey, you should only have one.
2: <laughs> it's called that yeah, that maybe. crisp thing. <laughs> no, well, you just hear it when you finish. It.
1: <sighs> yeah, I know.
2: Right. It wasn't, wasn't from, good. We from the mountains of Stowe. Yeah, <laughs> Stowe Mountain. Yeah. You're right.
1: I feel like anyone listening to this, brisk. I love
2: It's brisk, yeah, I love it. Brisk. it's brisk.
1: Brisk. Yeah. Really great.
2: Um so you guys talk a lot about marketing and everything on here, which is amazing. I think yeah. uh so so old Toronto uh we do a whole bunch of different things, which I'm really proud about. So, yes, we have the beer. Yes, we have the Instagram, the Facebook, the YouTube, the Twitter, and everything like that. But we also, um, as I said, we do commission work for, for clients yeah. uh, wanting to do historical content. But I will only agree to it if I believe it's valid. I mean, we recently yeah. had a developer reach out to us um, you know, with a whole bunch of money but they wanted me to more or less position something as that it would be okay to tear down this historically important building. And I had <laughs> That's to not gonna fly wrong. Oh, yeah. I was like, uh.
1: don't bark up that tree.
2: Exactly. So I was like, I don't believe in what you're trying to sell. So I won't do that. But, um, you know, it's, it's always that, so you are not for sale. I'm. I'm as long as something fits what I what I care about. I am for sale. Well, you yeah. know what?
1: I'm like that too. Totally. Like I don't do a lot of brand partnerships anymore. I'm like I'm more on the inf- like as being like a full time influencer, influencer retirement. Like if I want to work on s- with something, I want it to be like really organic and fun. And like I have love doing the podcast. We don't have a beer sponsor yet. Hello, yet. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm like that makes that is an organic thing that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I mean, um you know it's like i don't just want to i'm not just like throw crap at me and i'll just pay to post yeah. uh, that's not that's not for me
0: who it's, needs those trees
1: yeah <laughs> i want to save i want to
2: save as many trees as possible yeah me too i would hug them so so we're um we're pr- we're pretty strict on like oh, heck yeah i don't even know what that means case yeah. would get out that chainsaw. <laughs>
1: I know. I'm just gonna be cut down enjoying
2: my ice cold brisk.
1: i was saying, I would hug Tur-
2: old Toronto Pilsner right now.
1: I would hug the tree, <laughs> even with my shirt off. I would hug the tree.
0: Well, the brands that you know the the brand partnerships that you've done um, have made a lot of sense, but there's a lot more that I can think of that would just be, you know, you'd be such a great way for them to connect to the
2: community so easily. Yeah, so that's wonderful. Yeah, that's one of the cool things where it's like uh what we bring is positivity or what I consider positivity in terms of it's not always flattering. I mean, I was talking to uh, one of the universities in the city, their marketing department, and they want to work with us. And I was saying... Uh, sure. Yes, I know you have some some really unflattering things in your past, but you you have a great opportunity of addressing that in a manner that is respectful to everybody. In terms of right off the bat, hey, let's acknowledge these negative things, but then let's position that where you authentically uh, and honestly acknowledge those things, and then start discussing the more positive things like that. So from a from a marketing and branding and uh, point of view, there's ways to frame historical things that are difficult in a manner that's um, going to position um, kind of a, a positive outreach to the public or whatnot. So there's ways to Absolutely. address historical stuff like that. So, I mean, we've, we've worked with quite a few organizations and brands and stuff like that. And there's so many others that we could um, because... Uh, I find that interesting and important, like acknowledging past problems, but figuring out how to respectfully acknowledge it while also hopefully moving forward from it. Mm -hmm. And so from a marketing point of view, I think, I mean, as long as they're actually open to acknowledging the reality of some past negative stuff, uh I'm open to working with them. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm not going to hide shit. I, I don't believe in that. Yeah. It's not in my interest either. It's just like as long as an organization comes and is authentic and open to a- acknowledging the reality, I think there's ways to move past some some uh difficult history behind yeah. it. Especially because it's not like these
0: people employed by the organization are running it today, or like yeah. literally the ones involved exactly. with their past, yeah, like exactly. our no. forefathers. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's not them. Yeah. Exactly.
1: So I mean, yeah, but I think it's like that's one of the things about being like a really good content content creator or like a brand partner when it comes to like you know if you're going to work with someone, it's like you got to find a way to sort do storytelling that is authentic
0: and. But it's very hard to build a positive bridge into the future if you're not actually going to be honest and acknowledge and talk about.
1: Yeah, you got to be past. on that bridge.
2: Exactly. You know. And like, I really got to build
1: that bridge and get on it. And
2: I, I think, yeah, I, exactly. So that's why I was talking to the university about that. I was like, yes, you have a complicated past, but this is really something that you can approach uh, and, in my opinion, move forward from. Because if you honestly do this, say, here are some tangibly negative things from our past look at how negative this is mm-hmm. we take this seriously we've addressed where we are addressing how unacceptable that is here um and we want to move forward and be a positive force in the world and there's ways to do that as long as you i mean it's kind of like that eight mile movie with with mm, with eminem where he's just like I know what you're going to make fun of me for in yeah. your rap, we have so rabbit. I'm just going to talk about all the the negative my difficulties. Yeah, and then steal so you all nothing. your material exactly. So, but from a marketing point of view, with historical content, it's almost the same thing, mm-hmm. but not in not to demean the negative aspect of that of their past. But what I'm saying is properly address it before people can really criticize it. I, I think the marketing within, yeah take ownership. Take ownership and authentically take ownership. Right. I, I I mean I I will only work with brands and people that authentically are realizing the errors of their past. Right. I mean I I I, I care about the overall content of what I do and history more than I care about um, working with someone that's just trying to.
1: Make a buck or get money. Or no, it's, yeah,
2: it's, yeah, it's not, not, not about making, that. it's, 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 it's just like, why work with
0: an organization that can't look themselves in the mirror and be authentic and honest? And I don't want to.
2: And, right. I, and I haven't, and I won't. So it's just, and I would tell them like, you guys are going to burn bridges before making any new bridges. If you don't properly address this stuff. Yeah. And I mean I'm I'm actually really lucky I've never worked with any group now that's it I've turned down groups that I di- that I didn't believe were were good enough <laughs> right but uh there's so many um, groups companies organizations that actually are authentically wanting to acknowledge and move forward and yeah. and um, deal with a whole bunch of these things but as you said before there's Ultrano uh, can work with a whole bunch of different Partners and stuff like that, I believe it. We do a whole bunch of stuff. We've had success and cool relationships with so many of the partners we've worked with. There's so many that come to mind that we could work with moving forward. um, Yeah. That are slam dunks, whether it's ancestral, like Ancestry.ca or like.
1: anyone who's like anything 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 that's related to history.
2: Anything like that. Or mm-hmm. just brands with a history behind it.
1: Yeah, with mm. a de- rich history. There
2: the- I mean, there's th- these kind of, I don't I don't know if the term's legacy brands, but these-
1: Yes, legacy brands, that right? is the term.
2: Yeah, so the legacy brands of these companies that have been around for so long where you can acknowledge your past, whether it's entirely positive or negative. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, I had a song in a, I had a song. I had the theme song for Roger's 50th anniversary about six years ago, seven years ago. It was their 50th anniversary. And my song was like. The song? The song. My my song with. That's cool. Yeah. yeah I
1: remember that. It was like. Bell, my band was called like Bellwoods. Morgan.
2: Live it up. Bellwoods. <laughs> shout out. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Alan. like to
1: thank me, Morgan. I'd like I to love say that
2: shout out it. to. Uh, no. uh Alan. Alan and I had a band called Bellwoods and the songs Live It Up. Uh, but it was the theme song for Roger's 50th anniversary. And at the end of it, it said, we've had a past. Sometimes we screwed, or I don't know. He said, sometimes we failed. Sometimes we were okay. Sometimes we excelled, but we're working on moving forward. And that kind of struck me as this interesting marketing thing of, I, I love it. Just yeah. where like, it's smart. Yeah. Yeah. We have a brand that a lot of people have, animosity towards, mm-hmm. so just go out there and say, yeah, we've screwed up a whole bunch yeah. of times. We know you've been on hold. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never yeah. been with Rogers my entire life. So. Well,
2: I mean, it's uh, I mean, tele- people's opinions on telecommunication companies. Oh, that's a strong We're all topic. angry. Oh, yeah. and Everyone's banks. mad. We're all we angry. We know you've been on hold. We know you can't explain yeah. your bill, yeah,
1: yeah, we know you don't know Watch. what you've been we're charged trying. for we're trying,
2: we're trying to no, I do out. not want to talk with the bot in your website, yeah that is take a me human. to the
1: take me to the you your account department, yeah, <laughs> that's me, I mean, I've never actually had to do that, but I mean, that's what I tell people to do.
0: take me to I my, used close to be with Rogers, and um, I remember I got into a groove, uh then I used to just pick up the phone and finally get somebody and I go, I got a speech of retention. <laughs>
1: You no, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the like retention Right department. to retention. What is yeah, retention? Yeah. Retention is the, the department where you're about to cancel.
0: Yes, it's the, the last customer. It's the basically last step. The person going to remember that. It's on yes. the
1: you're on the plank. Yeah, you're about to jump.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: you're like, it's the first dive off. Who this has boat. the
0: widest, you know, breadth of ways to keep you? That's a great thing. to They know. have yes. all the
1: discounts, and they have all the like. Don't. Jump on the lifeboat. We will save you. We will decrease your bill. Yes. We will give you more Wi-Fi, higher data. Yeah, what else yeah, can we yeah, do yeah, to yeah, keep yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Bitch.
0: Yeah. You know what actually is a service that um is quite nice and Someone I Someone negotiating it? that for you? No. When they go, you know,
2: you don't have to stand hold. We'll call you back. Oh, I
1: love, a I call love back.
2: the callback. I love the callback. It always kind of bugs me. And I don't know why. The callback? Maybe it's because I just don't like these companies... I don't all. like. I mean, they I could say anything. It. Hey, do you want some pizza? It's like fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yourself, so pizza hey, and you. a callback? Yeah, yeah. Callback. At least like
2: would you like romance?
0: No, fuck no. you. You know, actually, what I would like is if these companies purposely um worked hours that no one else worked. Like they should start like, their day at five. <laughs> like you know like, what I mean? Why are you like a pizza company?
1: Who has time to call at eleven? on? tuesday and t- wait for two hours right bitch i'm on a call
2: it's, it's crazy that's who yeah God. shout out assholes oh,
1: well, i've been one <laughs> <laughs> it's okay <laughs> it's not a permanent it's not a permanent thing
2: oh <laughs> do you want to uh do you, you guys wanted to see a couple of those videos that I'd you love to let's yeah, do that let's do it. uh Stop what's it. the other one that you wanted to see you want to do the pizza one so this was a this was a, a series I mean, Kurt, that I, before
1: we get there, yeah. as um like a person who's living, um, <laughs> McDonald's pizza shout out <laughs> livers <laughs> <know>. yeah, <laughs> shout out to human beings who are alive. Um, if you were alive in the eighties uh, in the nineties, you would know that McDonald's pizza. Worked. I was yeah. alive in the nineties and. Um, mcdonald's pizza was like a really cool thing it was and a
2: cultural moment yeah it was a cultural moment
1: and people are very extremely nostalgic especially millennials are highly nostalgic
2: 1980s and
1: it's like, like one of the most popular questions because i follow them on twitter it's like when is pizza coming back people are like when is pizza and the
2: answer is it won't no because it's never if, and, if, and morgan did so a video let me, about let, me set that's the, why. let me set this up though so um I was trying, so I have old Toronto series, old Canada series, and then I was trying to do something outside of old, you know, Canadian content. So I started something called Coffee Dogs in History, which I've sort of just kind of abandoned um, because I, whether it's lack of time or, I mean, I haven't, I just never really figured out what I was going to do. We've got, as I said, we've got like 160,000 followers on Facebook, all these things like that. It's just kind of sitting there because I've kind of, put it on hold. But one of the first things I did was I shot a doc mini documentary about the history of McDonald's pizza. Um long story short, there were two locations in the world that through a loophole were still allowed to be making McDonald's pizza until what? until Oh about my God, you fucking kidding. Ago, I want that three or four years ago. Pizza. When in West Virginia it was a single guy. He had
1: uh Is he still single making it was, pizza? <laughs>
2: it was a single guy. <laughs> it's just by himself, making pizza yeah, at his own like, McDonald's, where
1: it's here, not He's even
2: any customers. Case. So through a loophole mm-hmm. in his agreement with the uh, with McDonald's in his franchise agreement, he was technically allowed to c- continue making McDonald's pizza. Westford, he had a location in West Virginia and one in Ohio. So uh, I drove down to Ohio and West Virginia. Wow. So that's that's how we shot. We just drove
1: down there. You're like, fuck okay. it, let's uh, get to the bottom of this pizza story. Yeah, I yeah. did. Don't mess with there's, me. A, there's in the there's history an interesting, of pizza. Uh,
2: there's an interesting ending to this video. But uh, I mean,
1: I have a tattoo of pizza, so I'm like diehard.
2: Oh fuck yeah! Just don't mess. <laughs> anyway, so so we did I didn't this mess with pizza. We did this little mini doc and stuff like People that.
1: Person looks back to the late yeah, Martin cameras. There 1990s. you go.
2: They think of rollerblades, neon, these things, those shit. Yes. and. McPizza, well, this is yes, you. That's McDonald's. definitely pizza.
1: <laughs> Today we're Love, talking legend. about the history. Even the logo of to me is so iconic. Yeah, it's iconic pizza, the iconic pizza logo. It's have Never a had it so good. Little, they, ovens, so good. That Can they? Why can't they make them ovens, and just and have frozen? Like frozen, oh yeah, I figured, like pepperoni. Like, can they make a frozen pizza like pepperoni? Yeah, they're, they're, they're new one. Yeah, I've been getting. Look at that
0: logo. Crispy crust. is wedged. Deep
2: within the memories of many of us, especially if you are of a certain age. I remember vividly going to McDonald's with my Probably parents not. in Vancouver, Gosh, B.C. and yeah. opening the little box with the personal pan pizza. Mm-hmm.
0: But my nostalgia oh my God, for the super successful... Wow, well, they were big.
1: Oh, yeah. They had a you large and a... You had a whole za. You don't remember this? Oh, maybe too young.
2: Yeah, no, lucky
1: Oh, me. no. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't remember too this. Too much of a baby. <laughs> You know, we remember. This was a
2: huge cultural
0: thing. Oh yeah, this would. That's a lot of a new equipment,
2: though. They would have had to bake exactly. something. I mean, uh, that's a big pizza. I, I don't want to spoil the end of I this can understand video. Understand something? People can go to old Toronto series on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, you can
1: watch the whole video,
2: and I put it up there through old <laughs> Toronto series. Wow, look at this. Who's this it's guy? A, a, I don't I know. Pizza I, call, Daddy. I just call him Pizza Daddy. Look at those lenses. Those are <laughs> like serious. Like those are the daddy. pizza glasses. Yeah, those are the pizza
1: those glasses. Or, um, those are Terry Richardson. Those
2: were so hot that they needed yeah. to wear those awesome glasses. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why yeah. I'm wearing these Dub glasses. Yeah, Dub
1: Charney right or Terry Richardson or Pizza Daddy. They're all kind of the same. Oh, fuck yeah.
2: Anyway, so th- we did that documentary about Salad for $100. Yeah,
1: I was saying $1.59 $1. for a salad?
2: Okay, Take I'm, me I'm back. focusing on the branding of that logo because that Pima logo is <laughs> sick. Pima. <laughs> right? It says Pima. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> so, yet non <laughs>
0: successful. Where did the dogs come in? This is what. Well, what's oh, yeah, keep going. Well, I mean, It's apparently logo. shared oh, by the
2: way, And it's also why. Oh, she, uh, awesome. she loves it. The dogs? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Our dogs clearly, are in this. Clearly, what, time, the, was what time was this picture that. taken? What time was this picture taken? Because that sounds Making like you went to West Virginia for this. Oh, thing. oh wow! Yeah, I, I can't believe the you I traveled to get the pizza pizza story. You, you really have easy. to. He said McDonald's tastes, tastes great farm.
1: together. You know what? That could also Let's be used for like a here. I'm going to learn
2: about 70s in Wisconsin. One of McDonald's greatest strengths is its willingness to try and often fail. Really interesting ways to their menus. You see. Their business model revolves heavily around testing markets, or as they call it, regional testing. In the late what? 1970s, McDonald's tested oh, yeah. the pizza waters. Wait, if you uh, go ahead. Or uh, ovens, uh, I guess. In Wisconsin, along the, the interstate regions surrounding the end, near Milwaukee the end, near the end. and Madison, with personal uh, sized pizzas, uh, uh, ye- By all accounts, this bit did not take their, off. For keep one going thing, back, keep going back, and this uh, will that be that a, problem way. Way. a problem with their later pizzas. Uh, it took too now, long. Fast forward to the minute. Did you go and get one? McDonald's ruled the Dominated dominating fast food markets around the world. But. Despite what, Let's see Oh, go back about thirty seconds.
0: So this is the location with a pizza. Mexico still, go
2: about thirty seconds before that. Okay. Before that, full Michigan, and finally, uh, okay. So, so good. And I grabbed my dog some coffee, and I headed south. I drove from right here. I love that you did the map. Oh wow, Toronto to Pizzaville.
1: Yeah, I mean, who does who loves pizza more than that? Get in the car, see you Just nine hours dogs. later.
2: My dogs love that pizza. In Toronto, oh. south through beautiful Michigan, and finally, Ohio and You're West You're so Virginia. wholesome in your narration. Yeah, yeah you really
1: are. Location, who is tragic- filming that over the shoulder? When the cool. internet found out about okay,
2: the two good. remaining locations, people <laughs> out, And perhaps Better even be more importantly, yeah. corporate headquarters took note and put a stop to it just before my arrival. Mm. Right before I got there, McDonald's put a halt on it. Motherfucker! So they had just stopped it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's almost like they knew. They knew. I think more or less they knew I was coming.
1: I mean, old Toronto's pretty popular.
2: And they uh, literally put a cease and desist for that guy, knowing that I was coming. Mm. And uh, it was one of the worst days of my life. (laughs) So you drove all that way
1: <laughs> to not get a pizza. Happen.
2: I didn't you get pizza.
1: You never know pizza. You
2: know what, though? Uh, did you get
1: pizza somewhere else Did you after? end up
2: eating anything at McDonald's when you got there? I did. I just did had kind of it? a Big Mac, I'm pretty sure. But, uh, yeah. you know, here's the thing. What's your go-to? Here, here's the thing. I found out that they had put a haul to it, like, w- while en route to the thing. But, like but going full disclosure, right? my wife and I were driving through the States for months. At the time with our two dogs. So we were also doing wow. other things. So oh. it really. This
1: is just part of your journey. We
2: were shooting a uh, uh, little mini documentary that I haven't finished yet about the the history of Pizza Hut architecture.
1: Oh my God. And to the, let me know when the, that is available to And the
2: repurposing of Pizza Hut buildings. A, it's
1: a whole, like, so it's, that, a, it's a hut. Yeah. It literally so, is a hut.
2: So the repurpose, one of the things that I really like is uh, all the repurposed Pizza Hut buildings out there.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, uh,
2: Orangeville, Ontario has a Hakeem Optical that's now...
1: uh used to be a Pizza Hut?
2: Yeah, it used to be. And now it's, they just painted it orange yeah. and stuff. But when you go into it, it still says on the doors, it's that Pizza really Hut. solid metal thing with the Pizza Hut logo. Can I and get stuff that like metal
1: this? door handle? Can yeah. I ri- it. rip it off I or buy it? Because I feel it. like I'd love to have metal Pizza, Pizza, Pizza Hut, Hut door Pizza handle. Pizza Hut
2: buildings have been repurposed all around North America. It's just eBay a thing. So I've and they're I mean a lot of them became like sushi hut and weird yeah, shit. Like yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Pizza I mean, Hut, Sushi Hut, yeah, you know. I love it. the bar I love that
2: weird pop culture stuff. So we we drove around North America just kinda like you know, having fun and pursuing things that we found interesting and shooting like little mini docs, but it just more or less for because we were like, cool, whatever. We're taking it. time off off the world. Um yeah, doing that so that was that was one of the things that i did with outside of old toronto kind of has i don't want to say failed i just kind of gave it up gave up on it
1: i think you should bring it back i love that i mean history. i love the, like the content history, the history of like i would be really interested in fast food history because like i mean i love like especially like the history of mcdonald's and like the playlands at mcdonald's and like me growing up one of the things that was like my mom was at home on uh, when I was growing up, and like on Fridays, sometimes everyone's watching like brings a happy meal, and I was like so cool at school because like I go to happy meal and like my mom brought me lunch, and I still have um, hundreds of happy meal toys that are we unopened.
2: All do. We all have They're all unopened?
1: unopened in my basement. They're unopened. Oh, that's actually. I worth got the a Barbies. I got. And I got Barbies. I got, I got. I even got Beanie Babies unopened in the package.
2: Why didn't you open it? Because I thought they might well, have value one day. That's fucking genius. Well, it's but weird. that day?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like 200. I'm, they're not going to have I mean, no value until I'm 200 value. years old. But I oh, mean, yeah, they yeah. do have some. Cause I've, I've got like Barbies and I've got like, you have to have, if you About have like 200 a full years set, now,
2: I mean, some of the toys oh, my ancestors got at medieval times uh, a few hundred years ago. <laughs> uh, they used to package <laughs> these little Lord, sticks I'm and stuff like that. Little guillotines. Fucking. I love a
1: guillotine. No, just kidding. Um,
2: Package guillotines. Oh my Beautiful. God, so
1: fun. So awesome. I think you
2: guys wanted to see one other video. Yeah, let's hop into the next video here. So the We've next the... one is the one I did with uh, one of my buddies, uh, Noah Reed, who... I love this one. It's Yeah, so Alan I just did theater this one. theater, Part of the Allen Theaters chain, and it was in the middle of nowhere at the time. In this video, I teamed up with Toronto actor and singer Noah Reed, to talk about the history of what are some things
1: no reason Danforth, Schitt's oh. Creek. Oh, he's okay.
2: Obviously. He's like the boyfriend in Schitt's Creek. Yeah. In the logo, what's the bridge? Uh it's a it's the gates at Trinity Bellwoods. Oh, okay.
1: Of those gates. Ooh,
2: what a there great they are. brewery! Brisk, what a great smooth.
1: Yeah, that's it's that's a, that's a great beer. I mean, status. Kind.
2: Why did? The, the facade of it is more or less the same. One of the cool things is that logo. So, so, so for this video, I just AT-A-A-A released it recently. It was N- Noah. Artists so Noah and I, you know, Allen's Theater. Oh, there we go. Uh, released of the this video. Kind of remaining things, but uh, just looking at the history of the Danforth Music Hall. and stuff like that. I
1: used to live right by there. That was the first place I, I, I really lived like in Toronto, e. right yeah. Yeah. on Broadway. Awesome.
2: So, so the I'm Noah Reed. I'm here in the Danforth Music Hall. So the concept for this one was is
1: the boyfriend. Okay, I remember how. Wait, wait, wait.
2: We have so the concept of this was not yet I look at the history of a venue with uh, an artist because he's a musician as well and he had a show that week at the Danforth sold out 1600 you know it's a good concept sh- yeah. screaming people. I like that concept to take an artist to a historical place tell them to walk through the history of it I mean I also outside of them I do like a little mini doc but also do the walkthrough if you want to go say halfway through this video you'll see that Noah and I are walking through, uh, yeah, try there. Yeah, try this. A little earlier? Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Well. Yeah, this is pretty cool. There, 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 there. It's a comedy, how to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> right, right after that. But um, so just hold on this one. So so Noah and I, I go, like Heath Ledger on a- uh, we walk through I the theater the right after this. I think it was. Right here, wait. So, Noah and I walk through the theater.
1: Is that a little creepy door? Or-
2: We're on the roof. Okay. Yeah. Walks through
0: here. You'll recognize that case? <laughs> no, I love a creepy little
2: door. Oh. But watch this, watch this. Right here. Coming up. The revealing shot, right? So and they're hung going man. through here.
1: Oh my God. That's so we're impressive. in between the wow. ceiling when you, when and the roof
2: of the old theater. Oh, I oh wow. wow! That's
1: cool. Hundred-year-old
2: theater. walking through the whole thing.
1: Wow, that's yeah. So... Not the time
2: to flick a cigarette anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> No smoking. Yeah. Casey,
1: stay outside. <laughs>
2: <Lovely>. <laughs> so, so the so it's kind of got this like. Uh, yeah. You know, mi- not mystery, but this kind of it's just a detective theory. kind of thing. Let's find out the history of this yeah. space. <laughs> I and love then, the vibe. Yeah, it's just the yeah. big old. Thing. So it's just no and I shooting the shit, walking around, looking at the history of the space, oh. kind of talking about the history of the oh. building, what? his experience yeah. and history, yeah. Watching shows there and all that stuff. That's um, cool. If you can go fast so can, forward, to, it's gotta be real So at the end of it, the concept also goes. Keep going to his performance so go back so cool right there let's try it there so at the end of it I do a full acoustic I'm trying So I shot this.
1: what did last Wow, you, you shot this? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: What are you shooting this on?
0: DSR.
2: Uh, I got a GH6 and a GH5 on this one. It looks so it's nice. Just a couple I'm Panasonics, Panasonic's there.
0: Action, but but
2: don't this you shooting 4K? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Very
0: nice. Boring <laughs> like obviously a drop
2: yeah. k <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um, So we just do like a live performance at the end of it. So the so I so I did this video as a proof of concept of like this is cool idea. maybe Maybe. go and get a sponsorship to do like a series of this yeah yeah, for sure more
1: content like that yeah i really love your um your business acumen and desire to like i'm gonna do something and then i'm gonna use that as something to pitch to other brands because like that's something that i did a lot for myself when i was like making making a name for myself in the early days of social media I was like, well, I'll just use me as the, I'll use me as the product, as the service, and I'll just, like, make something. And that's what really helped me build relationships with brands to know how I could do the content. Just, like, just get out there and fucking do it.
2: Exactly. I was like, man, that'd be a cool idea. And I was talking with Noah, and I saw that he had a show uh, the following week at Danforth. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, fucking do you want to go and, like, do a little video about the history of, the building he was like yeah so i was like okay so then i quite literally i was like hmm why don't i try to see if this is like a format so i went to him again and i was like texted him and i was like why don't we do this as this format i i kind of walk through the history of this venue with you we talk about that i mean i shoot kind of a mini documentary within it and then we have you performing at yeah. great format yeah i think it's a cool thing where it's kind of this like mixture of performance and also just kind of hunting through historical things, but also a short mini doc where you actually get the thing.
1: Yeah. You're like your own Murdoch (laughs) mysteries. It's like Morgan.
0: But You know what? That's a format that can apply to any city anywhere. It's such a
2: brilliant one. Or or on a a national or international level. So I already, I was thinking of that. I was like, I was like, um, Man, maybe I'll just go and, uh, I mean, I'm in talks with other people and slightly different concept about that. But, um, oh, really? I mean, one of the things I was thinking of is like I do historical venues with artists, but I was like, it doesn't even need to be um, musicians. I was like, writers, was Iers, like, poets, I, know, I know, I mean, Peter. I know, Comedians. I know Russell Peters a bit yeah. and he's a huge old Toronto fan. I was like, I bet Russell would. Yeah, for sure be like i bet russell would be like yeah that's fucking cool because he loves toronto history for sure and then i could do it at at, you know whatever venue that he is like has an affinity to and then we just shoot him doing like a two-minute monologue of some sort yeah in like an interesting space not on the stage but i mean we did it in the middle of the the room right Instead of on the stage...
0: Yeah, that was out ahead of the... In yeah, front exactly. That's where all it, the people
2: stand, all the fans stand. Because I wanted it to, I mean, be pretty lame to have a giant room when he's on the stage instead of this interesting spot. Yeah, it's right, like, make it more right. intimate. And just interesting and unique, right? So, you know, it doesn't have to be about musicians. It could be about... Fuck, it could be like <laughs> Margaret Atwood at the Rivoli. I don't know. Let's do yeah, that. Oh my God, but like, that,
1: that totally. is like... I mean, sign me up. Yeah. I'm fucking there. Some, something
2: like interesting stuff that uh why i talk like YouTube this channel? now oh <laughs> my god channel. f yeah
1: oh my, oh my god <laughs> f i'm ready
2: so that's yeah. a great thing looking forward
1: yeah that's like what's next for old toronto
2: i mean i don't know i just keep coming up with concepts and like some of them work and some of them don't mm-hmm. yeah and minimum, that's how i keep being creative because i mean quite literally i told my wife i was like i needed to do artistic stuff so that's why i was talking with noah i was like i want to shoot just some like thing you performance thing and then i was like man but it's such a cool idea to do the history stuff too so i was like okay yeah i'm gonna do that too but i mean i'm sure both of you know this is like if you're all business and all this stuff and you're not doing something artistic you go crazy yeah,
1: yeah. that's the right? story of my life right so i gotta I'm keep like, a balance okay
2: uh Need to do something interesting and cool, and uh, I actually, my camera operator on, camera guy on that shot on that last video was my neighbor, Nathan, cool dude. And lefty um, or the righty? Yeah, it's all conservative. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) This is the this is the yoga guy in front of me right there. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. No, the the yoga guy in front of me, and he, (laughs) I mean, he did it. He just stayed it on spec because there was no funding for that thing. Don't get me wrong; he got some beautiful ice cold uh, old Toronto Pilsner out of it. I and
1: mean, and who would not? And work I took for him that? out
2: a Let few days later, you. but um, you'll lure Casey away. But uh, but well, yeah. Point being, he was doing; he was helping out because of the art of it. It was like, point being, us artists. On this side of the table, <laughs> what do you pay? Oh, eight beers. Oh, old <laughs> That's not how I. Operate. I've been paid in less. No. Beautiful I've been beer. paid in
1: less by better. No, <laughs> you know because that's what, that they. I've been called. I've been called worse by better. It's oh. like a diss. But I've been paid in less. I've I've been, I've paid, been paid very
2: in... little by many.
1: But yeah, I've also. <laughs> I've been paid. I've been paid. <laughs> In less by
0: many, also,
1: I love it. Well, I mean, not I here. Feel we're like paying
0: Morgan a lot to come on this show. It's, it's yeah, worth well, it. I mean, so, we're making magic it.
1: happen, Morgan. I'm I really so. am so excited to have had this entire conversation. Um, we almost talked for two hours.
2: Yeah, it, it just awesome having you here. I mean, I'm I'm able to stay here for another <laughs> few hours. And-
1: <laughs> you're old, Toronto. We're gonna be here we, until we're we
2: the to history We have, have a whole have, case have, of this beer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah,
1: Morgan Ross.
2: You guys can leave. I'll just stick around. Morgan, no you're welcome here yeah, anytime. Re-
1: come hang. Recite
2: it. poetry, and
1: I mean, I can recite some of my poems, which I'm probably have now, done Sam for McGee you. Sam McGee was
2: from Tennessee, where the cotton blooms and blows. Why he left his house in the South to Rome, God only knows. Sorry,
1: I'm sure I recited some of my poems. Just going to do
2: Robert Service stuff for the next three hours.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what, Morgan? I would love to have an old Toronto radio show because I used to listen to um. Alan Cross and the history of new music. And until I met him once, and he was had his texting audio on, and he sat very wide, legs spread in a Public media event. I have never listened to the history of music again <laughs> after that. I was like, "Well, then am the Guys are texting on.
2: I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, avoid. Like... Tell, I'm gonna avoid telling him that because him and I have been working on a, <laughs> a book for the last while about oh my gosh. the top one hundred <laughs> music events out. in Toronto his, in Canadian I history. I loved him, and then I, he he
1: texted too loud. Besides
2: Alan, me. I'm totally disagreeing with her.
1: This is this
0: part's well, going to get know, cut well, out. Though, it doesn't need to be in the sense that click texting like you have the sound like you have the text like and so the sound on legs spread was, just like a he was, go. It was a look it's good, where it's everyone good. i don't know about the legs or
2: the, sitting, the, like, the noise spreading. thing
1: and i'm like sitting beside him and like everyone has their own seat and i'm like bro like can you like i'm sitting like this can you not like put your leg on my seat area
2: uh i mean as long as he stands around me that's cool
1: Fair, fair, and fair. I was like, I have loved your show. Okay, but, this part is not going to be in the podcast, but it's going to be a really funny clip. <laughs> Look, <laughs> like, oh okay, no! You know what? If a if,
0: a, if a girl is saying that <laughs> coming from the heart,
1: I'm thing. like, I was like, I was like, I have loved your show like for like for over ten years. Like I loved listening to it. I loved listening to your voice, and you just turned me off in a way that was like, I was like, so beer just. Public social gestures of the way that you are. Put a
0: link to a
2: tutorial to turn those clicks off, and uh, yeah, yeah. okay.
1: Let's start a campaign of just
2: texting Alan Cross of how to turn the volume of his yeah. It's like
1: FYI. Okay, we're (laughs) gonna do the ending, but I want to make sure this part is really funny. But I want to do like a nice ending so that we have like a really cute ending. Okay, Morgan, I'm so, so glad that you came and talked with us about Old Toronto. I also obviously love your Old Toronto beer. smooth, crisp. It is smooth. This is random. a very uh, rewarding goodbye <laughs> just, just
2: like how rewarding this.
1: It is <laughs> delicious.
2: <Tilsner> is. <laughs> the very last sip of that so, glasses.
1: The first sip so is much. beautiful.
2: Yeah. The last sip is a it's, little sad because you know you need more. <laughs>
1: It has been. Well,
2: thanks to so you, we fun. have a lot more. <laughs> Thank well, yeah. Thanks and to also, Long Slice Brewery for that.
0: Actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. And
1: I mean, like, what you've done with Old Toronto is so exciting. I know that, like, there's so many people who follow Old Toronto, and I'm like, oh my god, I know that guy. He's my friend. And the um, power you of nerd don't Yeah, like Casey, I'm, yeah, I'm a proud friend, done. and um, I'm so glad to have you on our podcast. And I'm excited to see what ha- what's next for Old Toronto. And also, let me know when you launch merch.
2: I mean, uh, thanks for having me. I think, uh, I mean, as I said before, um, talking about history is cool. I believe that the promotion of history has the power to improve communities, neighborhoods, uh, cultures, cities. And, um, I, I mean, I think that's, I think that's why I do it. Um, but outside of that, there's a lot of marketing, you know, aspects that I find, um, helpful to pay my life and everything (laughs) like that.
1: Yeah, Um, of course.
2: But anyways, uh, thanks for having me.
1: Oh, you're so welcome. Beautifully said.
0: And any brand is very lucky to be associated
2: with you. Thank you you very much.
1: Toronto forever.
2: Yeah, for for life. For for life. life. Shout out, uh, life.
1: (laughs) Thanks for tuning into this episode with Morgan. Follow Old Toronto on Instagram and check out his videos on YouTube.
0: For more episodes, visit castofcreators.com, subscribe on YouTube, or find us on your favourite podcast platform.